Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. singing that song. I like that song. This is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. And uh, you are listening to the Tell Like It Is radio show tonight. And this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. And uh, we're going to have, I hope we have a good time here tonight. I'm a little nervous again like normal, but I, I believe, I believe I have a word from the Lord for somebody here tonight that's listening on the radio. And uh, this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. I'm so thankful that we can have the Holy Ghost power, that we can have the power of the Holy Ghost living and working in us. Aren't you glad for that? All right, tonight, if you want to text me, you can text me at 701-290-6259. And again, this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons. Or if you'd just rather text him, his number is 701-290-7862. And... Um, if you have any questions, deep theological questions that you want to ask Pastor Bob, you just go ahead. Don't don't text me the deep theological questions. Those are for those are just for Pastor Bob. The deep theological questions. And again, you can text him at 701-290-7862. My number tonight, if you want to reach us in the studio, it's Abe. Abe and Sierra, Abe's wife Sierra, and my granddaughter Cassidy, we're, we're in the studio here right in Dickinson, and if you want to reach us in the studio, text me at 701-290-6259, and uh, we got uh, Jody and the kids are listening in Harvey, so we, we got some people that are that are texting in already, and, and we're gonna, I hope we have a good time here tonight, but I'm going to turn your attention to James chapter 4 and verse 13. And 14. All right, the Bible says in James chapter 4, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall, the morrow, what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. So what is your life? It is even, it's just a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth 
away. And uh, I'm not going to get real deep on you guys tonight. And, uh, you know, the, the Bible says that God uses the simple things to confound the wise. And um, I'm really good at doing the simple things. So don't ask me to do the deep things. But we're going to talk a little bit of James chapter 4 here tonight. For your life, what is it? What is your life? It's just a vapor. Just a vapor. It appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Um, we, You know, I, there's, there's preachers out there that they... And, and not just preachers, but people that see these visions and have dreams. And, and um, you know, the Lord really hasn't done a lot of that for me. Um, but this message I got in a dream. And uh, I was, I was uh, one night, I think it was after I got, I'll, I'll tell this story a little later. I got home from the hospital with Laney. And, and I, was, uh, I was sleeping, you know, minding my own business. And I had a dream where there was a funeral and uh, there was no preacher. And so they asked me to preach at this funeral. And I, I was in my work clothes. I had, I had jeans on and just a work shirt. And, and I was supposed to preach. And so I was, man, I was discombobulated. I didn't know, I was, okay, what do I preach? And the scripture came in my head that um, what is life? It is just a vapor. And uh, I was trying to... And I was trying to get, you know, I borrowed a shirt from somebody that was too big and, and pants that were too small. And no, I mean, some dreams, of course, you don't have any clothes on. Those are the really bad ones. And, uh, but I, so, and then to make things worse, I had a bunch of like elite preachers show up at this, uh, at this funeral. And I was like, man, why in the world am I preaching? And, and I didn't even know hardly what I was preaching. I didn't have any time to put this together. It was all spur of the moment. Of course, this was in my dream, and I, and it was so real that I had to. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Whew! It was just a dream." I didn't. I didn't uh, but the Lord spoke to me, and uh, and I, I think he. I think he's speaking to somebody here tonight too. That your life truly is just a vapor. It's just just a, a vapor. It's here today, and it's gone, gone tomorrow. And I, I. Um, I was thinking about this. I you know, about well, not not quite three weeks ago. My daughter Lainey, um, she she got really sick, and we thought it was the COVID plague, maybe. And um, you know, you're we like, well, you know, she's young; she'll get over it. And and you know, some of the symptoms were kind of kind of like the kind of like the plague, you know. And and it, but things just kept getting worse with Lainey, and and that, uh, it was getting towards evening and uh, she was complaining about her stomach hurting and we were just saying you know just just you know try to drink water and you know giving her all the you know all the tips that parents give give their kids when they don't want to take them to the hospital and I mean truthfully we don't really go to the hospital for much I mean uh, you got to be hurt pretty bad in order to go to the hospital but uh, so Lainey you know she was she was just getting more and more sick and and we were um, we thought, well, maybe it's maybe it's the COVID, and she was kind of breathing heavy, and and uh, we just didn't know what was wrong with her. My my wife is pretty good with some of the medical stuff, and she took her blood pressure, and that was good. She was counting her respirations, and and you know, it just didn't look like she was in in extreme danger. But as the night went on, Lainey started getting more and more pain, and and she just things kept getting worse and worse. And um, 
eventually it got to the point, it got to be like midnight, and she's she's complaining about pain, and, and Lainey's a pretty tough girl. She's, this is my, this is number, uh, let's see, let me count. Is that number f- five? No, yeah, that's number, no, what is Lainey? Abe, what's, what number is Lainey? I have to count them. Number eight, that's number eight in the in the lineup. And so uh, Lainey's number eight, you know, she has a lot of older siblings. She's a pretty tough little girl. And um, she was, uh, she started complaining more and more. And we were like, you know what, Lainey, you just just go to bed, go to sleep. When you wake up, it'll probably be, be better. You know, you'll probably feel better when you wake up. Just go to sleep. And we were worried about her, so we put her out on the couch right outside our bedroom door just so we could be there for her. And, and things continued to get worse. And uh, then she started to complain about a severe pain in her stomach. And then it moved down to kind of the lower right side of her stomach. And, uh, and my, wife, my, my wife woke me up and, and uh, she said, we got to take her in. This might be an appendix. You know, her appendix might might rupture. Or, you know, she might be having a, an appendicitis attack, and and so it it went from us, you know, trying to get Lainey just to go to sleep, to me driving like a maniac um, for 160 miles to get to the emergency room. And on on the way to the emergency room, Lainey is doing really really bad at this point. She's uh, in severe pain, and she's she's saying. Daddy, I'm not going to make it, Daddy. Daddy, Daddy, I'm not going to make it. And, um, and of course, we're praying and, and um, driving really f- fast. And it's just Laney and I in this pickup on a gravel road trying to dodge cows on an open range. And, and we get on the highway and we're going about as fast as a 2002 Ford pickup will, will go. And, and um, we, we live 60 miles from a hospital. And sometimes... Uh, Sometimes that hospital isn't the best for emergency care. And so we decided to keep going another 100 miles to the bigger hospital. And, and my mom, my mom, I, I jumped, she jumped in, or actually I switched into her vehicle. And um, she jumped in the back seat with Lainey, and I was driving, and, and we, uh, we were flying. I was doing about 95 or 100 down the interstate trying to get to Bismarck to make it to the hospital. And Lainey just keeps getting worse and worse and uh starts responding less and less to us to where she's just lethargic she just won't she can't move even even while we were at home i would have to carry her to the bathroom and she would you know she would just kind of lay down on the floor just she couldn't move and 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 as we were going to bismarck you know she was just not doing good not doing good i passed a uh, an officer on the interstate. I, I think I was doing about 95 or 100, and I don't know if he was sleeping or, or if he just figured I was too much trouble. But he didn't even <laughs> he didn't even turn his lights on. I uh, I just f- flew past. I had my flashers going. We were hustling, and um, we made it to the. We eventually made it to the hospital, and it was it was, you know kind of about record time for me. And uh, we walk into the. We walk into the emergency room, and the the we had a really good doctor in the emergency room, and he he just glanced at Laney, and he said, "Boy, I think I think she's diabetic." He said, "I think I think she's in diabetic ketoacidosis or decay." And uh, 
boy, within just within seconds, they poked her finger, got a blood sugar, and well, she was off the charts, over 700. Um, her sh- blood sugars were over 700, and she was she was just doing really, really, really bad. It's just like she was, um, wasn't even really answering us, you know, when we'd talk to her, we would yell at her, and she would just hardly respond, and when she would respond, she wouldn't really make any sense. And it occurred to us that we were really close to losing that little girl just just three weeks ago. Not even three weeks ago. A little nine-year-old girl. And uh, it, it just makes you realize that this life is just a vapor. Had something happened where, where uh, she would have been able just to fall asleep, I don't know. I don't know that she would have woke up. The Lord had his hand on that. But you know, this life is just a vapor. It's here for a little while and then it vanisheth away. But that's what life is. I mean, God's merciful to us and God God does and God's been working in Laney and actually I'll speak it out loud. We had a the guy gave me a word of faith on Saturday. We were at a rally in Bismarck and a man gave me a word of faith. He said, I'm believing that God is going to heal Laney of diabetes. And you know what? I'm going to speak that in faith. I believe that. I believe that she's going to be healed of type 1 diabetes. And uh, because, well, like my dad said on last week, last week on the radio, in Mark chapter 16, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm just going to choose to believe that. I'm going to choose to believe that. But life is just a vapor. We sometimes it takes a crisis for us to realize that life is just a vapor. And um, you know we've we've had some illness with our kids. You know that there's um, three of our children that have had bone marrow transplants. So in the last 14 years, I've imagined that we've probably lived at the Ronald McDonald House in Minneapolis for um, probably a year and a half. I would say out of those 14 years and and. Living at the Ronald McDonald House, you see a lot of young kids where situations don't turn out good. You see, uh, you see uh, situations where they're on their path to recovery, and then something happens all of a sudden, and and boom, their life is gone. And then it makes you appreciate what you have, and then it makes you um, appreciate, you know, even through the hardships or the illnesses of your own children, that there's always somebody that has it worse than you have it. And you realize that life is just a vapor. And uh, there's a, there's, I'm going to, we're going to kind of get into this tonight. In the book of James, it says in chapter 4, how can you even say what you're going to be doing tomorrow? Don't you know that your life is, it's just a vapor? It's, it appeareth for a little time and then poof, it vanisheth away. Um, we live in a world where uh, life, people try to cling on to life so much, but yet on the other hand, people destroy life so easily. They destroy life so easily. You know, we, um, have you ever been to a suicide funeral? You know, you, I get, I get so discouraged when I'm at a suicide funeral and you're looking in the casket at a person that is full of potential. They were full of potential. But the life, this vapor of a life was just wasted. Just wasted. There was 
It was just ended foolishly. And you think, what a waste. What a waste. Because life is just a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow. We live in a, in a world here in America and, and throughout the world, really, that uh, abortion. We have abortion where life is ended before it's even started hardly. Before the child is even out of the womb. They end life and it's just a vapor. They, they end a human life. And uh, that life never even had a chance to live. And then on the other hand, we have, we have people that live a long life. And life is still a vapor for them. We, have, we had an adopted grandma that we called grandma. And um, she just passed away recently. But I, I was sitting by her bedside. And um, I said, Grandma, did it go by fast? And she snapped her fingers. She said, just like that. Just like that. I think it was 84 years or 86 years. Just went by just like that. Because life is truly just a vapor. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or whether you're poor. It doesn't matter if you are an elite or whether you are just a servant or a peasant. Um, we live we live out in the North Dakota Badlands, north of Medora and we live close to where Teddy Roosevelt, um, where his Elkhorn Ranch site was. And we can go and see the stones where he had his Elkhorn Ranch site. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to look at this, at history and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people that, that admire Teddy Roosevelt, you know, and no doubt he accomplished a lot of things. Um, but you look like one of the, one of the most well-known presidents of the United States. You go out there and, and all that's left of his dream in the badlands of North Dakota is just a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow. And tonight, tonight we're going to talk about that, that your life truly is just a vapor. What does life even mean? It is truly just a vapor.
Tell it like it is radio show. And this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons tonight. And if you want to get a hold of us here in the studio, number is 701-290-6259. You can text me if you'd like. Um, if you Like I said, if you have the deep theological questions, you better text Pastor Bob. And his number is 701-290-7862. We've got a bunch of people listening tonight. we got... Um, Sister Becky Stoner, she said, simple messages are sometimes the best. And I was like, well, that's a word of encouragement because that's all I got, Sister Becky. That's all I got. I don't have nothing deep for you. And uh, Sister Brett's is listening and Sister Yvonne is listening. We, we got James from Iowa listening. We got a request for Abe to sing a song. And we got a request for Abe to sing a song, but he didn't bring his guitar. He's, uh, I guess he's kind of going into retirement or something, but maybe he need, maybe he's kind of, uh, fishing in the crowd just to see if, uh, you know, next time, you know, that they start crying more for it. But, uh, so I don't think Abe's going to sing tonight unless he decides to do it a cappella. Um, we got the woods is listening and, and, um, Beulah and, and just a bunch of people listening tonight. And some of them, you make me nervous when you're listening because I think you'd, do a lot better job than I than I would. The Lees are listening, and um, but I'm talking about your life being just a vapor. Your life being just a vapor. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse twelve through fourteen. Now this is Solomon, the the son of King David. You know Solomon. This guy, this guy, anything the world had to offer, Solomon had. Solomon had all the riches, and it it could be stated that he, to this day, might may have been the richest man that ever lived. And I I don't know that for sure, but uh, you know there was there was nobody like Solomon. There was nobody like Solomon. He had the wisdom. He asked God for wisdom. He had wisdom. He still made some foolish things. He married seven hundred wives and had three hundred concubines and. Or mistresses, I, I don't know that that was too smart. But you can be really wise and be really stupid all at the same time, I think. Actually, I know a lot of people. And as a matter of fact, I've been wise and stupid at the same time. But uh, 
But Solomon, he had everything that the world had to offer. I mean, he, he studied things. I mean, he, he, he studied people. He studied how to handle situations. He had, I mean, this man, he was intelligent. I mean, he, he had everything. In verse 12, he said, I, the preacher, was king over, over Israel and Jerusalem. And I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that were done under heaven. This sore travail hath God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. All is just vanity. Everything is just vanity and vexation of spirit. He's had everything. I mean, you you think you want to leave your one wife and go to another? Well, Solomon did that 699 times. But it was it didn't help him any. It was vanity and vexation of spirit. That word vanity, that means a vapor. It means a vapor or a breath. That's all life is. That's all life is. It's just that vapor. It's just a vapor or a breath. You know, like a, a cold, you know, when it's cold outside, you get the, the warm breath in the cold air. And it's getting, North Dakota anyway, those of you that are listening elsewhere, North Dakota, it's getting that time of the year where you, uh, you go outside, you breathe, and, and you see the vapor. You see the vapor, but that's, that's the way life is. It's just a vapor. It's just, poof, it's there and it's gone. But in Genesis chapter 2, Verse 7, the Bible says that God breathed the breath of life into man. See, God has a plan. God has a, God has a, a destination for you that is listening tonight. Maybe you're in Dickinson tonight, and God has a plan for you. God has a destination that he wants you, and he's breathed the breath of life into man. But through sin, through sin, that breath of life has become distracted, and we've went the wrong direction. And all throughout the Old Testament, you see how man have, has went the wrong direction in life, and they could never regain what they had when God breathed the breath of life into Adam. In John chapter 20 and verse 21, then said Jesus unto them, now this, this is the time period between when Jesus died on the cross until the day of Pentecost. It was probably... Um, let's say 15 days before the day of Pentecost, with two weeks before the day of Pentecost. I don't know that for sure, but somewhere in that time period. Then Jesus said unto them, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he said this, he said, when he said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. See, God has a vapor that he wants to breathe into you. And that's what our life should be. It should be God breathing into us. It, 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 when, um, when he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost, in, an, in another spot, but at the same time period, he said, go tarry in Jerusalem, and you wait until you be endued with power from on high. Because when God breathes into you, that's the Holy Ghost power that He's wanting to put in you. And there's a, there's a reason for your life. 
There is a reason for each and every one of your lives. Everybody under the sound of my voice tonight, God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. But if we just look at the at life itself, if we just look at life from a worldly sense, it's just a vapor. You know, honest people will ask themselves, what is the meaning of life? I work, I go home, you know, I, 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 I buy all my stuff. We live in a society where we have all this stuff. You know, we, can, we have, I mean, if you want it in America, you can work hard and attain it. But it's vanity. It's vanity. What is life? It's just a vapor. And, and this, this, when people start realizing this, maybe you're in Dickinson tonight and you've, uh, you've worked your whole life and, and you've uh, attained many of your dreams and many of your goals. You have your boat. You have your lake cabin. You have everything that you want. Your retirement is set out and laid out in front of you. And yet you're depressed. Depression is ran, running rampant in our society because people are understanding that life is just a vapor. What is the meaning of it? What is the meaning of it? It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. But honest people will ask themselves, what is the meaning of this? Why? Why? So I attain things, but why? What's the point? And it leads to depression in, in many pe- people. Many people just get depressed thinking about, boy, I, I worked so hard and nothing. Nothing is, it's all for naught. They're like, they're like Solomon. If you want ever want to get discouraged, read the book of Ecclesiastes. <laughs> you see a, a discouraged old man that had everything and realized that it didn't mean hardly anything. No, you you will get encouragement out of the book of Ecclesiastes if you read it right. But, but the honest people will ask what the meaning of life is because your life is just a vapor. But I want to focus a little bit tonight on that vapor is a real thing. The vapor that God has given you is a real thing. Um, you know, there, there's a, this, uh, you, when you breathe in the cold weather, you breathe, breathe the hot air in the cold weather and you see it, that vapor is like your life. But that is a real thing. And that thing that vapor of life, God is wanting to use that. And wh- I'm going to ask you today, what kind of vapor are you? What what is your life? What what is your what, what is your life? You know, and I ask, what kind of vapor are you? That's a that's something that's you know kind of come in the last few years. Vaping. You know, I you know I don't even, I don't know how long vaping has been around. But uh, vaping, I, I just kind of learned a little bit about it here recently. Um, I didn't know anything about vaping. And, um, you know, I, I guess you can get quite a nicotine rush from vaping, and, it's, and it can be very addictive. And, and there's, there's things like this, what is it, e-juice, e-juice that you can put into your you know, vapor. And, um, and you, can, you can smoke this thing, and you have to plug it in and charge it and I'm sure some of you guys know what I'm talking about. There's some people that have no idea what I'm talking about. And I didn't even know what a vi- I'd seen them a little bit, but I had no idea really what they were until a little while ago. And I kind of had to learn about it. 
but vaping, you know, then there's this, you know, they, there's all kinds of chemicals that people put into it to get a little more effects. And they, um, I mean, it can be very, very bad for you. But the whole point of vaping is for an immediate pleasure of some sort. And that's why Christians should have no part of vaping or smoking or, or all this. It's, it's a smoking or drinking, all these things that are addictive that, um, that give you an, a rush that God wants to be the person that gives you that rush. God wants to be the person that you get addicted to him. But there's people that live for an immediate pleasure. No matter what it is, no matter what addiction it is, there's people that live for that immediate pleasure. They, they find that there's nothing real in life, that your life is just this vapor. And so they, they try to fill that with addictions. Whatever the addiction is, maybe you're addicted to video games or you're addicted to some sort of substance or, or pornography or, or anything like that, your life is just a vapor and you're trying to fill this and get satisfaction for this immediate pleasure. And that's not God's intention for your life. He has a plan for you. And it's not that. It's not addiction. It's not that. If you, I'm telling you, and addiction is a real thing. That's a real thing. And, they, and people will say, well, just quit. Well, it's not that easy sometimes. And that's why you need to give it to God. And when you give it to God, he will give you the power to quit. Um, you talk, well, what kind of vapor are you tonight? Maybe, maybe you don't have an addiction problem. But maybe you are a toxic vapor. Maybe, maybe you're like a, a vapor of carbon monoxide in an enclosed garage. Maybe that's the kind of person you are tonight. You, I mean, people start hanging around you and, and they just start going down and down and, and, um, and you, you kill people with your attitude and with the way your outlook is on life. Maybe that's the kind of person you are tonight. Maybe you're just a miserable person that everybody that's around you is miserable because you're miserable. But that's not God's intention for you. Because your life is a vapor and it's a real thing. It's a real thing that God wants to use. God wants to use this. And uh, we, we got uh, in Job chapter 36. I'll just read some of these scriptures, I guess, before, I, before we sing another or play another song. Job chapter 36 in verse 27 through 29, For he maketh small drops of water, they pour down rain according to the vapor thereof. God makes small drops of water, they pour down rain according to the vapor thereof. The water comes out of this vapor of life, of the vapor of your life. There's God makes drops of water come out of this, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. And also, also, can any understand the spreadings of the clouds or the noise of his tabernacle? Psalms chapter 135 and verse 7. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings for the rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasuries. God causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. And out of those vapors, he maketh lightnings for, for the rain. Jeremiah said something very similar. Actually, he, had, he repeated the scripture in two places, in, in Jeremiah 10, 12 through 14, and also Jeremiah 51 and verse 16. He hath made the earth by his power. 
He hath established the world. This is speaking of God. God established the world by his wisdom. He hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. When he uttereth his voice, when God uttereth his voice, there's a multitude of waters in heaven. When God speaks, he's creating waters in heaven. It reminds me of what Jesus, when uh, when he went to the woman by the well in Samaria, he said, I have water, that if you drink of the water that I give, that you will never thirst again. There's waters in heaven that are ready and waiting to pour down on this earth. The Bible says that he causeth the vapors, and that's your life. That's, that's, that's people that have designated their life to God. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain, and he bringeth forth a wind out of his treasuries. God wants to use you. He wants to use me. He wants, he has a plan for you. He wants to use us. And he wants to, out of your life, he wants to send down rain and lightnings and, and bring it forth wind out of his treasuries. God's wanting to use you. And, um, boy, I, I, we're going to get into this. I'm going to have a play a song. And, uh, there's a lot of people listening tonight. This is the Tell It Like It Is show. Um, this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons who, who for some reason had me fill in tonight, and um, I, I just want to, I just want to tell you that this life is just a vapor, but God wants to use your life.
KDIX um, Radio, and um, this is Ben Simons. I'm filling in for the esteemed Pastor Bob Simons, and uh, talking to you tonight about your life just being a vapor. Your life is just a vapor, but God has a plan for you. God has God has a destination for you, and uh, there's a lot of people listening tonight, people all the way up from Grand Forks, the Bulls are listening, and should have Brother Bowles be doing this radio show tonight. I want to hear Brother Bowles preach sometime. And 
and um, they're doing a great work up there. And uh, but your life is just a vapor. But God wants to use this vapor of your life. Maybe you're out here, even in Dickinson tonight, and you're you just turned on the radio and you're thinking, what what is this tell it like it is radio show? You know, um, it, it well, you know that's. It's, it's just where we try to, you know, sweeten up the gospel a little bit and tickle people's ears so they, they'll like the, the, you know, try to accept Jesus as their personal Savior. No, that's not it. Not, that's not like the tell it like it is radio show. Pastor Bob, I'm a lot nicer than he is, but he, he just tells it like it is. He just tells it like it is. And, um, but I think, I think people are, uh, are just really tired of panty-waisted preachers that won't say anything. That they just won't, they won't tell you what the truth is. I mean, truthfully, people liked Donald Trump because he spoke what he believed. Even people that liked him said, boy, I sure wish he wouldn't have said that. Or he should have kept that to himself. But the reason why people liked him is because he actually said something. And we live in a church world today where they don't believe anything. Well, here at the Tell Like It Is radio show, we still believe that this Bible is true. And that this Bible, we cannot compromise it. And uh, that's why when you come to the church, the New Life Pentecostal Church on 501 Elks Drive, that you will hear the truth of God's word. And there's power and anointing in just hearing the word of God. But your life tonight is just a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow. But God wants to use that vapor of your life. And God has a destination for you. God has a, he truly, people say I don't believe in predestination. I believe, I, I, to some extent, I believe in predestination. God has predestined you for a purpose. Now it's, it's our job to walk according to his will so that we can live in that purpose. Now, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but here are the directions on Google Maps from KDIX radio station to um, to 501 Elks Drive, where the New Life Pentecostal Church is. Okay. Okay, I'm going to push go here. Starting route to 501 Elks Drive. Now, I've always hated this Google Maps. Oh, head forth on 2nd second, Head forth on 2nd Avenue West. Turn left on 3rd Avenue West. Yeah, so I've, I've always hated this Google Maps. Yeah, you know, this. First of all, I I never thought women were very good at directions, and this gal she tells me where to go, and I had you used to have an old GPS. I changed the voice on it to a man. I trusted him more. I thought surely a man would know where he's going, but I didn't trust the lady telling me where she was going. But you know, when I started using maps on a Google iPhone, I look at the map and I'd be like. Okay, I see the destination, but I don't think that's the way to get there. And so, so I go my own way. I go my own way, and I, I and um, and then it gets really frustrating because she, this gal she just won't be quiet. She goes, "Turn around when possible. Turn around when possible." And it gets annoying, so you turn the volume down on the phone and um, and take a left, then take a left, take a left, then take a left. And finally, you just want to shut her, shut her up. But see, there's a destination that God has for you. In Jeremiah chapter 
Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. I'm giving you a predestinated end. I'm giving you an expected destination. See, God, for I don't know where you're at today. You may be sitting in your car. You may be sitting at home. But God has a, he has an expected destination for you. It's just like he plugged it in on Google Maps. And he has this destination that he wants you to be at. God says, this is the vapor that I want your life to be. And, and he, he has this destination for you. But so many times we as humans, we start going things our own way. And tonight, I might be the gal on Google Maps that's saying, turn around when possible. You are going the wrong way. Make a U-turn. Turn your life around. Start going the way that God wants you to go. Because He has good thoughts towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected, expected end. I want to give somebody hope today. Brother Jones He's listening tonight, but he preached a phenomenal message in our church today. That you can't let your yesterday dictate to what your tomorrow will be. Your tomorrow is brand new, folks. Your tomorrow, it doesn't matter what your yesterday was. God has plans for you. God has, he has hope for you. It is not too late for you. It is, God has a, he has, I don't care how old you are. God has a destination that he wants for you. He's might, he might have rerouted your plan a few times. He may have said, you know what? When you go far enough off course, they just completely, they just completely reroute your plan. And God maybe has done that to you several times. You've done things that, that you feel bad about and God's re, reroute your plan. Maybe you've ended up in jail and God rerouted your plan. But you know what? He still has that destination for you. He still has it for you. And he's wanting you to understand that he has this destination for you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected destination. God has a plan for your life. Your life is not worthless. He, he wants you to, to, he wants to use you to rain down his blessings from heaven on this earth that the Bible in, in Mark chapter 16, the Bible says that, we, I mean, basically we are, we are the, as the church, we are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. He said that we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You know, there will be miracles by the hands of, of the people of the church. God wants to use us. God wants to use you in mighty ways, and it's not too late. God wants to pull you out of addiction and set you to where you can help others that are in addiction. God, God has plans for you tonight. God has plans for you tonight. Um, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 19, it says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart 
be also. And uh, God is God is calling you today. He's calling you to start putting your heart in the right place. Start putting your treasures in the right place. And when you do that, when you start putting your treasures in the right place, God has a destination for you. He has a destination for you. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I'm going to have Abe give out some information on um, how you can reach us, how you can reach our church, our churches, even in the surrounding areas. And um, I want to encourage somebody tonight that God has an expected destination for you. It may, be, it may have been rerouted a few times, but your life is not just a worthless vapor. It's a vapor that God wants to use. Abe, go ahead. Well, you can visit our church, um, uh, New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota, 501 Elks Drive, every Sunday morning. There's a Sunday school class for the adults and for the children. That starts at 10 o'clock, and then that goes to about 10.50, and then we have 11 o'clock is our worship service, and everybody is uh, welcome, and we'd love to have everybody come to that. Um, that's in Dickinson here at the New Life Pentecostal Church. There's also uh, an apostolic church in Beach, North Dakota. And they currently just have one service a week every Tuesday night at 7.30. And they're holding services at the Beach Community Center. And uh, Brother Joe is the pastor there. And, um, yep, that's in Beach. Also, if you're uh, in Bowman, um, there's a... An apostolic church there. It's, uh, I believe it's called the Cornerstone Apostolic Church. The address to that church is 18 North Main, right there on Main Street in uh, one of those uh, storefront buildings. And Brother Seth Springer and his wife um, lead that down there, and they have service every Sunday morning, um, I believe at 10 o'clock, and also every Thursday night at um, 7.30, so they would love to have you there at the Cornerstone Apostolic Church in Bowman. If you're from Beulah, there's a a Truth Community Church in Beulah, North Dakota. You can visit uh, that church. They have service every Sunday at um, 10 o'clock and every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, and so they would love to have you there too. That's the Truth Community Church in Beulah, North Dakota. If you would like more information or uh, like to get a hold of Pastor Simons, you can call or text him. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. God is raining down in this world. And uh, thank you, Abe. God is raining down his blessings. And um, no matter where you're at tonight, maybe you think your life, maybe you think that you've messed up too much. Maybe you think... I'm living in a lifestyle that I know is not right. Maybe you're living in a lifestyle or you're thinking like, you know what, I'm trapped in a, in a, in a lifestyle or, you know, I'm, I'm trapped in this that I just cannot get out of. I'm trapped in an in, in a immoral lifestyle or, you know, I, I can't get out of this. Maybe you're thinking that way and you're like, I know God does not approve of the way I'm living. And you're depressed, and you're, and you're thinking, what is the point of life? 
I'm telling you, God has a plan for you. God's looking at you right now as you're listening tonight. And God has a plan for you. He has an expected destination for you right now. And all you need to do is just listen to this this preacher today. Just like the person on Google Maps. Turn around when possible. That's called repentance. That's called when, when God starts telling you to turn around. Just turn around. You don't need to know... You don't need to know what's going to happen a mile down the road. Just turn around and he'll tell you, you know, take a left at the next right or at the next turn. Take a, take a left, then a right. He, you know, he, God is, he will just lead you step by step. That's how God works. And before you know it, you're living in the plan that God has designed for you. You're living a fulfilled life. You're living that called life. And that's the plan of God for you. You want true happiness? You want true fulfillment in life? You will live the life that God wants you to live according to His Word. Praise God. Thank the Lord. Lord Jesus, I tonight I ask You, God, that You just touch this listening audience. Oh God, just reach down with Your love and Your mercies, God. Encourage somebody today. God, maybe they've lived their life foolishly for the last however many years. and Maybe, maybe they feel like they can't change. But God, tonight, I'm asking that you just touch them right now, wherever they're at. God, let your Holy Ghost power and anointing just touch their hearts, God. Touch their lives. God, that they could they could know that you are real. God, and that there would be some little spark of faith that they'll just make a turnaround. God, just do a work in their lives. God, put meaning in their life. God, give them hope and a future, I pray in the name of Jesus. God, just touch this listening audience tonight. God, encourage them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise God. I hope I said something tonight to encourage you. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Pastor Pastor Bob Simons will be back next Sunday. And, um, and you'll be blessed to listen to him. If you need to visit us at 501 Elks Drive for our regular church service, though. We are right here in Dickinson. It's a revival church. We are going to see. We are seeing revival, but we are going to see unprecedented revival. I believe that God is fixing on outpouring His Spirit in a way that we have never seen. And I believe that the coming of the Lord is sooner than sooner than uh, you know. As it, it's right around the corner, the coming of the Lord, and we. It's your opportunity to make things right. Come join us at the New Life Pentecostal Church. 501 Elks Drive. We'd love to see you. We'd love to teach you a Bible study. Um, God bless you. This is the Tell Like It Is show. God bless you and good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.